Hi everyone, welcome to Life with Fibromyalgia. Today is June 28th, 2018. All right, so today I want to talk about exercise. And the reason why I want to talk about exercise is because it is really important in the life with someone with fibromyalgia. And I also want to talk about it because I just started exercising and I would like to share how I feel after exercising, specifically after yoga and swimming. And those are the two um, form of exercises that I'm doing. Um, and also actually also strength training. The strength training I haven't done yet, but it's coming up um, soon. I hired a trainer and this trainer is this trainer has um, experience with someone with fibromyalgia helping them out with training. So I'm excited that he has experience with that and hopefully I can start exercising um, for longer periods of time. All right, so I found some articles online that I would like to share about exercise. And um, one of them talks about the endorphins and the serotonin. So one of the questions that they have here, and let me tell you what website this is. This is WebMD. And I cannot find an author, but it's WebMD. All right, so it asks, does exercise boost endorphins in those with fibromyalgia? And the answer is, studies show that exercise can help restore the body's neurochemical balance and that it triggers a positive emotional state. Not only does the regular exercise slow down the heart racing adrenaline associated with stress, but it also boosts levels of natural endorphins, pain-fighting molecules that may be responsible for the well-known runner's high. Endorphins help to reduce anxiety, stress, and depression. So exercising is definitely a plus um, because of the endorphins. And just like how the article states, um, it helps to reduce anxiety, stress, and depression. And most of us with fibromyalgia, were also depressed. So it's a form of exercise that, that would benefit us um, to exercise and feel better. In fact, I... Now that I'm exercising, I'm thinking about hopefully um, in the near future I can stop taking my medication and just stick with exercising and not worry about taking medicine. And by not taking medicine, I mean my, my depression medicine that I'm taking and anxiety um, medication. But the Cymbalta that I'm taking, that will stay for sure. Um, but the rest, I kind of want to um, stay away from once I get a routine going. Okay, so moving on. Does exercise boost serotonin in people with fibromyalgia? Serotonin is a neurotransmitter in the brain that scientists have found to be related to fibromyalgia. Neurotransmitters are brain chemicals that send specific messages from one brain cell to another. While only a small percentage of serotonin, 1% to 2%, is located in the brain, this neurotransmitter is believed to play a vital role in mediating moods. Studies have found that too much stress can lead to permanently low levels of serotonin. 
That in turn can create aggression. An increased level of serotonin in the brain is associated with calming anxiety reducing effect. In some cases, it is also associated with drowsiness. A stable serotonin level in the brain is associated with a positive mood state or feeling good over a period of time. Lack of exercise and inactivity can aggravate low serotonin levels. So another plus for exercising is to also um, is to also have some sort of calming and anxiety reducing effect, just like how it states here with serotonin. Um, so in all angles um, for everything that I've read online, the benefit of exercise is um, very dominant. And so that's the reason why I decided to start exercising. But not only because of that, I also started gaining weight and I started to feel very tired. And th I usually know the difference between fibro tired and then just regular tired. And I started to feel both. And I know you guys probably understand me by um, feeling fibro tired or just regular tired. I usually um, tell my family, I'm like, well, I feel fibro tired or I'm feeling fibro pain or I'll say I'm feeling pain, but not fibro pain. I'm usually experiencing, you know, um, fibro pain or just mild regular pain. So that is the way that I describe um, how I'm feeling to my family. And so just when I say fibro tired, they understand that it's a fibro and not just regular tiredness. And I think it kind of makes sense to describe it as fibro tired because that way people understand the difference as to you're not just tired, you're fibro tired. It's specific to fibromyalgia and it's not a regular type of tired like everyone is feeling, but it's a different kind of tired. It's a more severe tired with, um, with stiffness and you know everything that goes along with it. So I like describing it that way and it seems to be, um, be helping me um, describing it to family and them understanding me. All right, so I'm going to move on to another article. And this one is from the National Fibromyalgia Association. And this is by Lisa Lorden. And this is a little bit long, but I would like to read most of it. All right, so here it goes. When you suffer from fibromyalgia or an overlapping condition, just the thought of physical fitness may be an exercise in frustration and pain. Your muscles already hurt. You feel exhausted. How can you even consider exercise when just getting out of bed feels like climbing a mountain? The answer is very carefully. But exercise is possible for many patients if it is begun correctly, and the benefits may be greater than you thought possible. In her essay, Fibromyalgia, Improving Through Fitness, Deborah Barrett writes of a doctor with fibromyalgia who once told her, you can have weak muscles that hurt or strong muscles that hurt, 
While exercise is no way a cure for the pain and fatigue of fibromyalgia, strengthening our muscles and increasing our endurance may actually allow us to do more and feel better. Research has repeatedly shown that fibromyalgia sufferers who exercise experience a decrease in their symptoms. This data should not be used as evidence that fibromyalgia is an all-in-the-head or imply that if fibromyalgia patients would only get up and get moving, then they wouldn't be ill. Exercise can easily be damaging for some patients if it is done without gradually building up tolerance, especially in people with chronic fatigue syndrome or for whom the diagnosis is in fact defined in part by a difficulty to exercise, any physical activity must be approached extremely cautiously and for some patients may be contraindicated. But for many of us, gentle exercise can be helpful. Starting an exercise program should be done under supervision of a doctor who is familiar with fibromyalgia and can monitor your condition, noting any exacerbation. Nevertheless, you are the one who will have the most essential role in keeping track of your progress and adjusting your program. So <clears throat> the reason why I wanted to share that is because we have to start exercise very lightly and definitely very carefully as they state in the article. And for me, I started going to the gym this past Monday and I just used the um, one of their bikes and I was doing the lowest level that I could and so I lasted about 20 minutes because it wasn't much resistance that I had put on the bike so I was able to do it for 20 minutes and it was very slow very lightly um, I was taking my time and so it wasn't um harmful whatsoever and I totally stopped when I started to feel tired and by that I mean once I started to feel a little fibro tired and a little bit of pain I was like oh okay that's my sign I have to stop so that was about 20 minutes for me and the only reason why I think I was able to do 20 minutes was because I'm taking Cymbalta and it seems to be helping me a lot um, and that being now two months, a little over two months. So that's definitely um, a good thing. Um, and I know they also um, stated to um, to exercise under the supervision of a doctor. I totally recommend that. Um, I don't want you to just go out there and start exercising without um, the supervision of your doctor. I would first talk to your doctor and let them know what you plan on doing and maybe they'll have some insight as to um, whether you should be doing that form of exercise or maybe he or she will recommend a type of exercise that will benefit you. He or she might have some insight as to what would benefit your body at its current condition. All right, so I'm going to move on with the article. And um, we had left off where it said, um, where it says you have to start slowly. All right, so it says, with fibromyalgia, you cannot start too small. 
For a healthy person, the recommended fitness program is at least 20 minutes of aerobic activity three times a week. For many people with fibromyalgia, 20 minutes might as well be 20 hours. While many of us have memories of what it felt like to get in shape before we were sick, fibromyalgia makes the process completely different. There is no reason to feel ashamed of starting slowly. Remember that you are limited not by laziness or a lack of desire, but by a disease that is severely debilitating. Make sure that you that your experiences or sorry, make sure that your expectations are realistic. One physical therapist once told me, anything is better than nothing. If you're moving more today than yesterday, that's progress. For some of you, it may be a workout a workout to walk to the mailbox. That's a great place to start. After doing that for a few days, try walking a few steps past it. And I like this um, recommendation by this author um, because my level of, or actually the way that I'm doing things right now can be very different for other people with fibromyalgia. So you might be at, at a different level than I am where just walking to the mailbox is, um, is a mission. And then there are probably other people that have already been exercising and are probably beyond 20 minutes or are on 20 minutes. And the way that, that I start exercising is by starting with five minutes. And the reason why I didn't start with five minutes um, is because I was able to move, move forward um, beyond the five minutes. And so I tried exercising until I felt the fibro um, pain come on. So that was the way that I started. And um, so like I said, starting exercising is very different for each and one of each one of us. So talk to your doctor, ask for recommendations as to what you can do since they know you more than I do. And they will let you know um, the form of exercise that they would like for you to start. And I know one of them is definitely walking, yoga, and swimming. Swimming can be really tough, but I think that swimming should be the very last thing on your list um, because it does, it does require a lot of strength on your arms and legs. I actually started swimming yesterday. And I only did it for five minutes, and I love swimming, so I really wanted to swim. And I started to do the breaststroke, and I immediately noticed that I was really weak on my arms. Um, I was only able to get halfway through the pool, and I stopped. I started to walk to the end of the pool, and then I tried it again. And then I started to feel the fibro pain. So I immediately stopped and I was like, okay, well, that was the only, you know, that was as much as I could do. So I stopped. But nonetheless, just swimming that little bit that I did made me happy because I was able to do something that I love. And I used to swim for two hours a day. And so just having that, that little time 
um, to do that is just progress for me because it means that I can do it as long as a, as I gain some strength on my arms and legs. So that's just the beginning of hopefully um, good things to to look forward to. All right, so let me talk a little bit more about my trainer. So my trainer told me about the two-hour rule, and I had never heard about the two-hour rule with training. And he told me that once you exercise, wait two hours after, and I guess kind of think about how you're feeling um, and describe it, write it down. Okay, after two hours, I felt really tired and more pain than usual or whatever the case is. And for me, he had me text him how I was feeling within two hours. He says that within two hours, if, if you're experiencing pain, then that means we went a little overboard with our exercise. And if I was fine within two hours, then that was good. And we can possibly move on to more time exercising or just keep it at that same level. But it definitely is an experiment because I just hired this trainer and he doesn't know my my body as much as I do. And I kind of don't know my body as much, but I'm kind of learning now that I'm exercising. So that's a good thing. So I recommend for you guys to start exercising. I encourage you guys to. I know some of you are way worse than I am that could hardly stand up or, you know, hardly walk. But as the article said, um, just walking to your mailbox is definitely progress. And if you could do that once a day, that's great. If you can do it twice a day, that's awesome. And just starting little by little and gaining more time to exercise is definitely progress. And I would like to hear um, that you guys are doing better and that you guys are starting to exercise. Um, That would be great to hear. Also, um, feel free to email me about topics you want to hear. That'd be great to to share something that you want to hear about. So you can email me at lifewfibro at gmail.com. So that's L-I-F-E-W-F-I-B-R-O at gmail.com. All right, well, you guys take care. Bye-bye.